animals lurk in the far reaches of the cosmos, many of which are so bizarre that no one has an explanation for such obscurity. Take a journey with us as we explore these mystifying anomalies, along with many other questions regarding the known universe. This is Pondering, Pondering the Cosmos. As we discussed previously, a planet needs to be the right distance from its parent star in order to have liquid water. The region in which such a planet resides is referred to as the Goldilocks Zone. Okay, now that we know what the Goldilocks Zone is, let's talk about other Earth-like planets in our galaxy alone. Trent, how many would you say are in our galaxy alone? Well, NASA has already confirmed about 6 billion in our galaxy alone, so... I mean, you can just imagine how much that number, you know, quadruples when it comes to other galaxies. Right. I mean, including the Andromeda galaxy. We just we just don't know really how galaxies are structured. You just, there might be a galaxy that consists of only, you know, sunlight stars for all we know. Right. So you can only imagine how much other planets like ours are out there. So, you mentioned how there's six billion in our Milky Way alone. How many of them are close to us, like relatively close well we have a few uh, neighboring star systems we have alpha centauri which mm -hmm. has many candidates for planets supporting life and then we've also got the trappist uh system mm -hmm. definitely a lot of you know terrestrial planets we've discovered and then we also have the kepler system uh we've the kepler system seems the most promising because there is according to calculations a planet about the same size as the Earth, and, you know, it has the same colors and the same, you know, overall look of Earth. So it could be Earth's identical twin, Earth's doppelganger. So if it really is our doppelganger, could we thrive on this planet? Well, I, I wouldn't really say that it would be a doppelganger unless we detected, you know, a moon about the same size as ours. Because the Earth and the Moon kind of go hand in hand. Without the other, the you know the Earth would be a lot a lot more colder. So you're saying if we mysteriously lost our Moon tomorrow, we would experience colder weather and stuff like that. Right. So pretty much, the Moon and its gravitational pull, it kind of needs our inner core like dough, which keeps the planet relatively, you know, warm. I mean, Mars. An example, Mars has a very small moon, Right. so when those moons orbit around Mars, they're not really doing anything, mm -hmm. so Mars has barely got any geological activity. Right. It might be a little bit hot in the core, but as we can see, Mars can't produce a It's magnetic... a relatively cold planet, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it can't produce a magnetic field, so, you know, if it did somehow get, you know, a, a thicker atmosphere than it already has, it would just erode away from, you know, solar winds constantly hitting it. That's the thing. Our Earth has a magnetosphere, and, you know, the moon helps out a lot, you know, maintaining it. Without the moon, we won't have a magnetic field. So not only do we need a planet that resembles ours, but we also need a moon that is relatively the same size as ours, right? Right. And, you know, habitability is all fine and dandy, but as far as dangers from the cosmos goes, no. Because, I mean, stray asteroids, <clears throat> without a without a gas giant in the outer rims of the solar system, you know, they would be susceptible to 
all kinds of dangers, such as you know large-scale asteroids, uh, you know rogue planets. Jupiter, in our solar system, you know, kind of protects us from all of that. Maybe not a large rogue planet, but you know Jupiter protects us from a lot of asteroids. So without Jupiter, we would be getting pelted by constant asteroids. Right. I mean, we still we still have you know the occasional asteroid you know mm -hmm. meteor meteor showers stuff yeah. like that and you know large scale asteroids but I mean usually if an asteroid would be that big you know Jupiter would take care of it if, right if it's around it usually it is but yeah. the conditions for a safe and habitable planet require more than we anticipated, there are still almost endless possibilities for us to find a safe star system where Earth-like planets could thrive in. We may not be able to get there with our current technology, but the future beholds many, many possibilities. Coming up in our next podcast, we will be discussing the mystifying anomalies known as pulsars. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you in the next episode of Pondering the Cosmos.